Hello people, welcome to episode 14 of the When in Yorkshire podcast. My name is Lucio, I hope you're all very, very well. Uh, A quick weather update, following the glorious spells of vaguely warm weather that we had last week, um, which meant 90% of my neighbours cracked out their barbecues. Um, It's been cold and incredibly wet since, so that's a shame. But on the plus side, completely unrelated to the weather... My sister sent me a huge tin of Ben's cookies from their shop in Covent Garden and they are delicious and I love them. So that's good. Before I get on to this week's episode and some more information on that, I wanted to give a mention to the work of a previous guest and a Yorkshire-based company, Audio Architect Apparel. Now back in episode four, I had a chat with Dave Swallow, the creator, curator of this company. Um, I got an insight into his work as a sound engineer and how all this company came to be. Um, Since then, we've stayed in touch, and it's a company that not only has great designs, in in my opinion, but the materials for the garments are also ethically sourced, and I felt it deserves a mention. So, yeah, please go and check them out. It's sound designs from a truly unique voice. Audio Architect Apparel is intelligent fashion for people who make waves. Amplify your image, Audio Architect Apparel. Um, You can also visit the web store and view all of their garments. And then when you make a purchase, use When in Yorkshire 10, which is all one word and the digits one zero, and you get 10% off. So this week's guests are Adam, Lewis and Luke from the band Prestamico. I met them at the Hyde Park Book Club in Leeds ahead of their acoustic show. And they were an absolute treat to chat to. Uh, we spoke about he- how each of them got into music, some of the process of getting their second album, Here's to the Fatigue, released through Marshall Records, and all sorts of other things. Um, if you haven't listened to everything they've ever released, then you have an exciting time ahead of you, genuinely. When you start to delve into that, um, it, the the musicianship's fantastic. It's, you know, fantastically heavy in parts, incredibly melodic, um, and all around the energy's brilliant. Um, there's references to all sorts of stuff in their lyrics, um, and they're genuinely, genuinely just a, a great band to listen to when you're in pretty much any mood, I'd say. Um, and yeah, as I've mentioned, technically amazing. So yeah, give that a go. Hopefully you will love it as much as I do. Uh, I'm not going to give you any more information about this episode. I'm just going to let you enjoy episode 14 with Prestamico. I'm here with Prestamico. We are in the Hyde Park Book Club. Um, how are you doing, guys? Very well, Good. thank you. Awesome. Just for people listening, uh, do you want to just say your name so that everybody knows whose voice is attached to what? Hello, I am Luke and I sing and play guitar. Hello, I am Lewis and I play the drums and I sing and I don't play the guitar or the bass. Hi, I'm Adam, and I sing and play the bass. Awesome, good. Now people can just rewind if they get confused as, <laughs> yep. to, as to who's talking. Um, so yeah, thanks very much for joining me, guys. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Um, I know you've sort of taken time out of your day um, and touring life. You say that, we've literally just been sat <laughs> yeah. Yeah. trying to try <laughs> kill time. Adam's yeah. been trying to download an emulator for his Mac so he can play <laughs> PS1 yeah. games. So. Allegedly, yeah, I've gone down a whole massive rabbit hole with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, going to take a few hours. Oh, allegedly, yeah. allegedly, he owns the copies of all yes. the games yeah. he's oh, playing. A hundred percent for clarification, these yeah. are all pre-purchased games, yeah. and yeah. Um, everything's legit. Yeah. 
<laughs> what game? What game specifically? Are you after? Um, I'm trying to get Red Alert Command and Conquer. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because I used to love that game and. I need it again in my life. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. That seems like a good reason enough as any. <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm going to sort of take it right the way back for each of you and feel free to anybody to jump in at any point. Um, I kind of want to get a, get to grips as to how you, as individuals and as a band, kind of got to where you are. Um, part of the reason is, is that um, since discovering you guys via your YouTube How to Write a Song video... Mm. Oh, well. um, <laughs> I've kind of struggled to describe you to a lot of people. Um, in in terms, yeah, I know people don't like to be put into pigeonholes, but when somebody says, "Oh, what are they like?" and then I've got no answer, um, and I try various things, and they, and then when people eventually listen to you, they go, well, "Yeah, that that's, it was none of those." <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, just to sort of get where your influences come from and how you've ended up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, can any of you can you like have you got like an example of your first? Um, exposure to music I guess I ask a lot of people have you got a memory of being in the car and listening to yeah, music yeah. oh yeah I always remember um, Lighthouse Family coming on when I was in, in the car with my mum and dad yeah that was exactly where I was going to go to with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think okay. um, you've always got like those really early kind of pop radio yeah. like I remember just like a lot of the times when I was driving somewhere with my mum like the only song that was ever playing was Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Top Loader. Top Loader, yeah. yeah. But um, in terms like of a proper band, like the first band I was like really into was The Offspring. Nice. And, okay. um, and also The Who, you know, quite. Yeah, good. <laughs> a collective good. rock band in there. Where did they come from? Who um, the Offspring came from my older brother, and The Who came from my dad. Um, nice. Which I think it's always a blessing having an older brother yeah. for like music, because <laughs> um, you just get those bands that that older generation were yeah. really into and all the, all that punk that punk stuff around that time was what I kind of grew up on in the yeah my teenage years I guess nice yeah Luke. oh um <laughs> my I mean my first physical CD I remember my I think my dad got me or it came I think my dad used to have do you remember when you used to have those subscriptions where you'd get like six CDs a month yeah or yeah like Britannia or yeah, something like that kind that of thing I feel yeah. my dad had something like that and um, he gave me a single and it was No Limits um, <laughs> that was like I remember I, I would have been like I would have been <laughs> yeah. like five or something or six I remember I was just had, I thought it was so cool I had a CD yeah but then like my my journey into like rock and playing guitar was um, like Nickelback's How You Remind Me because it, it was literally I, I would have been I was I was ten and that was like that dominated the charts for yeah, like yeah. two months maybe I think it two, still is yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it still is and um, that was just like it's something about you know when you're 10 you don't know anything so you don't know the difference between Nickelback or like yeah. a, you know or, or some other band And um, feels like you're putting in a disclaimer here yeah yeah no no and, and like um, I just remember being something about just like distorted guitars on and, and like the, the rock setup just yeah kind of perked my ears up at that age and then the next year I asked for a guitar for my 11th birthday and then that, that was literally that's what set me on the path it was that song being at number yeah. one and me being like yeah I want to play guitar Yeah. so as, 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 as funny as that is now them basically being a meme that's you know <laughs> that's kind of the reason I picked up a guitar nice it's like, nice Ch- like, Chad's got um, something to answer for then. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also like growing up around like skateboarding and everything, yeah, like yeah, and yeah. BMXing and stuff. Yeah, that's just all already opens you up to yeah, that. Yeah, I think 
I think yeah. games as well. Like I've found a lot of the music I was into yeah, when I was younger yeah. from like Tony Hawk's. Yeah, I was going to say Tony Hawk's yeah. was a big game. one for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I grew up in, uh, in the seaside, oh, originally from Hertfordshire, and I moved to a little place called Whitby. Yeah, um, yeah. Many years later, when I was like twelve, and then I, in the arcades there, they had like a skateboarding game. You yeah. know, stand on the board. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and do some amazing tricks, which I could emulate clearly on a skateboard <laughs> um, but it had stuff like Pennywise and things like that yeah, yeah, sure. so yeah that, that, that opened my eyes a lot which was, which was pretty cool that's yeah. cool um, so like what how did you discover live music can you remember your, your first exposure oh. to being in a, a gig any gig like literally the first one the first, first gig I, I think I saw properly without my parents and going with some friends was a yellow card actually um, oh, right, Astoria yeah, yeah. before that was knocked down Nice. That was, that was an experience. Yeah. 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 yeah they've. I think. Yeah. They re- they did their anniversary tour, didn't they? Recently. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Croatian Avenue. Yeah. Nice. Well, that was cool. Yeah. That was back when the violinists could do like backflips and stuff, yeah. off cabs and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Amazing. The stage show was. I remember. Like, I think it was them and Story of the Year were the two that that loved to throw some backflips in. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And you just think. Your insurance must be insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your record label must yeah. be like, yeah, let's yeah. get some crash mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. It's actually um, just looking at some like the public liability kind of yeah. criteria that you have, um, and it's just it's actually just kind of mad reading through that where it's like how much money someone gets for like loss of yeah. sight yeah. in one eye, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or like kind of brain injury and stuff yeah. like that it's, it's kind of scary like yeah. absolutely but um yeah i mean you get a million pounds for it or something so it's kind of all right yeah yeah, yeah. it's 50 50 yeah yeah you either pull it off and yeah. it's awesome or you don't and, and you you're know, down yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah quids in um, um and yeah with, i think with live music like um i think i was actually playing shows before i went to like my first yeah. Rock show, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I think some of the first shows I went to were ones I would have been playing in youth things. Like, I was always around. You, you kind of you're always around live music if you go to like a cultural fair or like a, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like Crawley Festival two thousand like one or something. It's yeah. like it, you, there's always a band playing. So like I'd seen, you know, I'd seen a live band before, but yeah, I can't, I'm trying to think of what like the first. Actually, I think my first memory of a, a live show or like a big kind of rock concert would have yeah. been um, Green Day's Bullet for a Bible tour they did oh yeah, yeah. which was uh, looking back on it I would have appreciated it so much more now yeah. it was like Green Day Jimmy Eat World as main support Taking Back Taking Sunday back. and then Hard Fight yeah, yeah. opened the show <laughs> that was bizarre wasn't it that was someone owed someone a favour yeah do you know what I mean because that was just the weirdest thing yeah, and it was they had some link it was just yeah. like collectively like what's the cap at Milton, Milton Keynes Bow it's 60,000 yeah, yeah it's big but it's like 60,000 people were just there scratching their heads. Yeah. And it was, they didn't even really have a particularly bad response. It was just a nothing. It was like, everyone was <laughs> yeah. just like, I just don't get why they're yeah. here. Do you know what I mean? Literally, this is the sound that I'm listening to whilst I'm getting my beers. Yeah, yeah. This is so weird. Like, three bands completely making waves in, yeah. the, in a, a scene and huge crossover and all huge in their own regards and like yeah. hard fight. It was just, it was one, it was so strange. But yeah, that was like the first sort of big scale thing I remember going to. That's when pretty I was big. Like thirteen, <laughs> yeah, fourteen. But, um, yeah, yeah. Before that, it was just like, uh, I guess this is how you do a show. You put some speakers up in a youth wing and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that was when I was like twelve, thirteen. So nice. I, I, mine was very similar. Like I, I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but we 
used to convince somebody's parents that we had the authority to take the school's PA. Yeah. Um, and so they just back up in the car and we're just like, get it in the car, get it in the yeah, car. Yeah. And then we found a pub that would allow a load of like 13 year olds in the pool room. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And then just push all the pool tables to the That's side. That's so cool. That's and cool. And then, yeah, it was really messy yeah. but yeah it was basically like that's DIY yeah, man. That's cool. absolutely and that's and the thing at that age that's that's actually more accessible than find sometimes if you've not got an older brother it's yeah. like over 18 it's like that's more accessible than having to find someone who's over 18 and get to London and get to a yeah, show yeah yeah that's, so that, that's why it took me a while to in, yeah, in, in Whitby, they just, nobody ever played there because there yeah. wasn't a venue because yeah. we, we sort of created those venues in, yeah, in pubs yeah. and it, it sounded horrific. Um, <laughs> but it was amazing. Like The atmosphere was, was amazing for all of the bands who just couldn't play. Um, but yeah, it was such a great vibe. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was actually, I was at that Bullet in a Bible tour. Yeah. And we, I, I was in a band at the time and we took our band van down and it broke on the way, like oh, no. fully exploded. Um, and I caught, I think, like most of Green Day because we were stuck yeah. on the side of a motorway. <laughs> it wasn't an LDV van, was it? It was. It was an old LDV van. <laughs> it was an old post van. They always die. In the yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, one of my mates didn't ever get to see. He saw like three songs. Oh, three songs. It was like the saddest time because yeah. yeah, like you say, the lineup was was immense. It was a wicked job. Yeah. Um, so in terms of you guys getting together and how did you guys meet? Um, um, yeah, I met I met Luke through playing gigs with my old band, and and he was like the first make of um, Preston Miko, the first lineup, and we used to play shows together at my school. We used to, they played right. big shows, and there was actually back then there was a, a good scene for it, and you'd, they'd get like hundred kids through the door, nice, and they'd do battle of bands and stuff. And yeah, yeah, my old band fought with your band mm. back in the day in battled <laughs> the battle of the we bands. Battled. Yeah, and um, so. Um, was it just like Guitar Hero when you have that duel? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was kind of then, a bit of a band before we got together and then the drummer left and I joined Luke. Right. We met at college um, and then, and then the, the bassist best, left and Adam joined. So it kind of, yeah, we joined that way, really. Yeah. It's, kind of bit, it's weird, like we've been together a while, but it feels like we've we've been sort of actually the band we are now since maybe like 2013 but the name if, right. you, if you go down a big enough rabbit hole and talk, like yeah. the name's kind of been around for a while like in a very very tiny bubble in Crawley like, yeah. Yeah. And we, we just like the name yeah. Yeah, yeah we spent that first kind of year or so kind of playing those old songs yeah, yeah. and then it was kind of like we should probably actually write some songs like of yeah. ours yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and yeah, and that's. But you always spend those first kind of couple of years just, you know, figuring it out, cutting your teeth, playing yeah. really yeah. bad gigs. I think yeah, learning how age. each other play. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And just kind of like, I don't know. Obviously, you're having fun, but you also just don't know what you're doing. So yeah, yeah. it's like proving grounds, isn't it? Yeah, and you're just. And then yeah, and then we kind of like actually started getting on writing and kind of recording and doing our own gigs properly. And yeah, cool. Grow from there, really. So what, what were your sort of initial influences then? You were a big fan of System of a Down. Yeah, they, they were like, I would say they were kind of like um, the earliest sort of um, example to me of that you could have more than one sort of lead vocalist in a band. I know there's so many other yeah. bands, you know, that, that do that as well, but System of a Down were the, were the band for me that really kind of opened my eyes to that. And that's why, like, you know, this basically was 
an evolution of a band I was in since I was like 12 and it had a, okay. a kind of similar idea where it was just like you know why why have just one voice when you could have a couple of different ones to texture it and it's we, always, so, just, we, we always joke around because like none of us could really sing back no. in those early days right. either so it's kind of like share the burden <laughs> across the yeah, yeah. Everything. And it, it, it really was like it, it you know none of us had had fronted a band yeah. you know um, or, or sung a a lead vocal to properly hold a song so it was just like kind of just sticking to what we knew and kind of yeah. hiding behind each other but we like the idea of that that chopping and changing kind mm. of not necessarily one lead vocal mm. and yeah you sing one line i'll sing one and then we'll come together and harmonize or whatever yeah yeah that's always kind of just been there from the start nice okay yeah. so you say you couldn't sing at the start like you've you've Clearly, you can sing now. For anybody who hasn't <laughs> heard them, it's it's quite a key feature. Yeah, <laughs> of the fact yeah. that you shit hot. We're still working so. on it, and like we are. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think it's something yeah. we've the last couple of years we've really started to appreciate. Like, maybe we should actually put some time into trying to sing well because um, it's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. We were, um, yeah. We were bumbling along before. This, yeah. this is what we do, which is cool because we all develop, you know, together. Yeah, and you know we've always I think we developed that ability to to sing together and harmonize quite early on even when you're just messing yeah. about you know singing along to other other people's tracks and you're just in the car messing around yeah, that yeah. Type seeing of thing. what you can add to it yeah but um it's like we've we've kind of just got slowly better over the years and then you know probably about a year ago we're like actually like maybe we should take a couple of just like coaching lessons just for some okay. tip, tips and tricks and actually figure it out a bit more because we do that with our primary instruments anyway yeah. yeah and you know we if we're all going to be lead singers let's all be lead singers you know yeah. Yeah. and that's the thing i think for a long time we could sing quite well as a trio and better than we could sing individually on our right own. So, okay yeah it was like they said it's just important to actually consider that sometimes it is just us on our own yeah singing yeah nice um yeah you've in, in terms of sort of saying that you've only sort of Put that in place over the last couple of years. I mean, how you, I must have discovered you guys or found you guys three, four years ago, cool. and the vocals were massive then. Um, oh, so, <laughs> if you felt you were bumbling along, you were doing a really good job yeah, of bumbling along. I think it's just like recognizing your weak points and actually working yeah. on them. And, and, and I think sorry. no, I think you can go for a while just sort of learning from generic vocal exercise and yeah. stuff like that but it's not until you see someone professional and they give you your own like exercises and, and techniques okay. based on your voice that's when you can really start progressing yeah or even yeah. just yeah. becoming a bit more of a nerd about it you yeah, know we, we mm -hmm. sit at home and we go oh what can I do for to get my paradiddles faster and you know what to yeah, do yeah. And, and you'll recognise that oh my bass drum independence isn't very good so you'll work on that and with vocals it's just actually considering like oh yeah we're, we're pretty good in harmonies and, and we can play these gigs with bad yeah. sound and it sounds great <laughs> but then we <laughs> start playing better sound. venues yeah. we start playing better venues and you have better monitoring and you go oh that bit's not so good we should work on that and then yeah. this bit isn't so good um, yeah, it's just it's just, it's just progression. Tr treating it as the same as we've always treated our, like Lewis said, primary instruments. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you uh, first album came out. Um, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, thanks. Um, I saw you at the Pack Horse. Problems about yeah. two years ago. Oh. Coming up to two years Who ago. Who did we play with? 
you remember who it was with? Oh, wait. I think it was some local bands. I think he just sort of did a short run. Uh, Pack Horse in Leeds. So it's literally just at the so end of, of that road. Oh, that's the... That was, was that on the album Playthrough Tour? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Where, that's the show where we turned up and the, <laughs> the venue was a ski um, oh, clothing yeah. shop. <laughs> Literally, like yeah. we got in and it was like, yeah, you can load in, but we just got to get all the ski clothes. <laughs> had a ski and pop up shop upstairs yeah. where the venue oh, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like for a uni trip or something like yeah, that. And they likely. were selling off all the ski. They were doing like the the boot fittings. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So we just kind of walked in like. We need is this the right up? place? <laughs> like, we yeah, need yeah. to sound check in like an hour. We were more, you know, we were more excited because it looked like we actually had a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great venue for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That was a fun show. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. The yeah, crowd seemed to really, really get on board with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, since then, um, you know, you were talking about, you had new songs at that point. Um, and then there was a bit of a delay before the, the most recent album came out. Here's mm. the fatigue. So what, what was that process? Because I'm sure I read somewhere that you were going to be releasing it yourself at yeah. one point, and then you might have read that off our Facebook page. It might have been off <laughs> yeah, the social media. Yeah. Official. Po- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally because we uh, we recorded it um, kind kind of off we off of our own backs. Like we found the funding and everything yeah. to do that. Flew out to Texas and recorded it with Machine, who, who was great. Nice, yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we came back and we, we finished it all off, had the artwork and everything, and it was kind of just, basically just shopping around for labels and whoever yeah. wanted to release it. And um, yeah, we, we spoke to a few different labels and um, some, some labels we're big fans of and everything, yeah. um, you know, some smaller independent ones who have released some of our kind of favourite bands' albums. Um, Anybody but, you want to mention? No, no, I think it's 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 just like some of the deals weren't necessarily as good yeah. as, as you would want and we just it's one of those things like these days you can do pretty well self-releasing yeah and if you're kind of signing away the rights to this thing you've just you know you've put everything into mm-hmm. you want to kind of get a good deal in return um and we kind of just didn't find that um we did actually speak to marshall quite early on and we decided it wasn't going to be something we wanted to uh kind of go down but yeah we basically then we put in action all the self-releasing um and literally a week before the pre-orders came out um steve from marshall got back to us and he was like boys we need to chat um we're, we're doing things a bit differently now right um what one guy had left and and i think they just kind of solidified their vision for what they okay. wanted to do with the yeah. label and just solidify their kind of model. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when Steve first approached us, the la- it had only been a label for maybe like 10 months, yeah. maybe a yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, you could tell it was still in its infancy. And um, I think they initially set out as a different kind of model, but it was something that was never really going to sit right with a band like us where really we just need a label to just jump on board and just run with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let us be us and yeah yeah support um, support it yeah yeah and um and yeah in that time i think they'd they were still they were just figuring it out and they figured out actually this isn't really going to work because maybe we're not going to get the bands we want to sign or um you know perhaps this isn't actually the best thing for you know the the rock scene or whatever yeah. and um, they they completely just started again in essence and um 
what they came back with was just like it, it was everything we'd want to hear from a label. And Brilliant. Yeah, and, and they've been they've been great ever since and not yeah. looked back. So great, yeah, a so great name as well. I mean, yeah, like, I know it. very little about the label, but Marshall has its own brand. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's got a hell of a lot of gravitas behind it. And yeah. Then, Yes, what a, what a great thing to be involved no. with. So yeah, it's cool, and they're a great team. They're a great small team, and yeah. it, it's got the it's got a uh, a small label vibe, but obviously it's got kind of the foundations of that yeah. brand behind. It. But yeah, so we just um, pause pause <laughs> yeah. the pause the yeah, pre-orders. Sorry, um, <laughs> sorry guys, we're not actually re- releasing this next month. We're releasing this in three months' time. Yeah. but believe me, it's for the best. Um, yeah. and, and everyone was really cool like, I think that's what's really nice about this day and age where it's like there's a, there's a bit more transparency between bands and fans and if we're saying oh actually we're going to push it back for the benefit of the band yeah. ev- everyone was really yeah. cool to, cool with it um, and, and yeah that's what we did and, and we're ultimately happy with that decision great yeah, great, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was like it, it's when they approached us it was just you know, unanimous with the team and with the band, it was like this. This will give this album that we want as many people to hear as possible the platform that we yeah. even self-releasing with some great, you know, great support. Um, it probably wouldn't get. Do you know what I mean? And it, it and it has. It just meant it would reach a bunch more people. So brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It was the right thing. Awesome. The artwork's amazing as well. Where did, oh, where did oh, that come really cool, from? That yeah. was, uh, yeah, it wasn't what I would have pictured, but it's, it's yeah. fascinated me. And there's so much to it that, yeah, every time I sort of see it and it pops up somewhere, something else catches my eye. Same, yeah. so, Same a, for me. Like, yeah. I, I, like we, we actually um, printed, we've, when we do our full live show now, we've got um, sort of like these shirts and like the scrims on the cabs and the bass yeah. drum that have got all the artwork across them. And Excellent. it's like, even when they got printed, I was like, oh, I haven't actually seen that before. But now it's like two foot tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah you, pick out, you pick out some bits yeah, that you yeah. haven't even kind of Excellent. registered before. You so you, but yeah, it was, um, it was a guy called Max Malone. Okay. Um, and he's from Bristol. But now we literally in the middle of us doing this process, he moved out to <laughs> Australia. Which made things a bit hard because yeah. I kept having to like look on my phone like what time is it in Australia right now <laughs> yeah. and then like catch him when he wakes up like oh please we need this really quickly yeah um, like so, Skype so was, in the general yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, no it's really cool because like he we found him through like a creative com- commission where we put out like a brief oh, right, okay. um, and we had a load of different guys come back and um, not, none of it was quite right and even the stuff he sent through wasn't quite right but it was yeah. a really cool style. And I liked his, like, he gave a bio where it was, like, struggling artist, kind of, um, is, like, disenchanted with the industry. <laughs> he, and he, he just, like, he showed that he understood what we were kind yeah, of going yeah. for. Resonated with the, the yeah. ethos of our band. Which, which yeah. not a lot of people had, had done where, where he'd actually, like, read it properly and then kind of catered it for us. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people just sent through their kind of portfolio. It, yeah. it's quite, it gets quite clinical sometimes with yeah. that stuff where it's, like... Everyone's just so focused on professionalism. They yeah. forget that actually a bit of personality yeah. and actual connection is, yeah. is going to be what gets you the gig sometimes. Everyone wants so. to put out the, 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 the balls, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or like there's just nothing wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a well-oiled machine. You're hiring yeah. me for this. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but actually you want someone to kind of, you know, you kind of delve into the meanings yeah. of this and yeah. kind of connect with what the message is. Well, some tears. He was... Uh, <laughs> some tears. Yeah. I, yeah. Think that, I think that... Because, like, he was literally about to give up doing art yeah. Yeah. And, and just take up his day job full-time. Um, but, like, us taking him on kind of gave him that little cash boost and everything. And, and then he moved out to Australia yeah. and everything. So it's... He's and doing he's, doing, himself, yeah. he's doing art full-time. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. pretty much full-time now. So it, it's kind of like... 
yeah, it was like a cool little relationship we had with him. Nice. And like, yeah, we just, it took quite a while to develop because there's just so many pieces. Like he cuts all those pieces out of like wow. out of copyright magazines yeah, and, yeah. and books and stuff. And I sent him a load of like lyrical references where it's like, I mentioned a, a washing machine here. Can you find a washing machine? And like, <laughs> yeah. get, get, get more snakes yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like skulls and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of these emails. Yeah. <laughs> more snakes. And there was, there, was one, there was one draft he sent through and it had a, a, a cat on it. And then we chatted and stuff got edited and stuff. And then the next draft came through and the cat was off. And I was like, oh, you need to get that cat back because it really looks like my cat. And it's like, I need that on yeah, the cover. Yeah. I need that. Brilliant. But yeah, it was really cool, man. Like, um, I think we're still really pleased with it. Like recently oh, yeah. we've just yeah. printed out, um, we've rearranged and printed out some kind of covers for our cabs and for yeah, the bass yeah. drum yeah. and it's really cool because like on the shinedown support tool a lot of the times we yeah. can have a backdrop or anything right so it's like we still got that behind us where it's a bit of artwork and a bit of kind of set design yeah yeah kind know. of themes the band yeah. yeah i think i think we've as you get older you start to actually look read between the lines a bit more of just like what being a band is yeah you start appreciating the business side of it. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you just start appreciating even just the aesthetics of being a band and just having an appreciation for if you have something that's visually stimulating mm. as well as the music, it, it does actually, even if it's subconscious, make people have a different yeah. perception of you. And I think I think there's, over the years, there's been so much, um, such a stigma around being image conscious, you know, yeah. and it's like when in reality, the bands that get it right are the bands that look great and back it up with songs. And yeah. it's like, there's a reason why this band is here and everyone's buying into this, you know, and... And this band who are amazing, yeah. But you know, people. The two have to go together. That's it, yeah. and it, yeah. it is part of it. There's not many bands where, like, they're they're so unstylized and it and it works. Um, or and and the irony is often the case when a band is unstylized, it's like they've been styled to look. Yeah, like that, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And that's Those not saying take the longest. To yeah, style. yeah. And that's not saying you know we're 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 getting in with stylists and getting matching hair. I've seen your makeup shit. truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just having, it's just kind of having. I think we'd look a lot better than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, it's just having some thought to just enhance the band. You yeah, know what I mean, and and I, a lot. I think more bands are realizing that now. You know. Yeah, so, and I think the accessibility as well of being able to get scrims and get and yeah. get all of that you know there's so many companies online that will yeah. do it at, at a decent band, cost band, band scrims uk yeah, yeah they were really, really cool. good whoever that was yeah. if anyone's looking for scrims yeah yeah good. they were super quick and just like they were just good like in-house little editing design yeah. team and yeah good and it, good, i think good company like um it adds like for the band as well it adds a bit of familiarity in a venue if you've never been in a venue you yes. know what your what your setup is yeah and yeah. you know it kind of creates a little home your little bit. slice of home well, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah that is that's that is definitely a huge part of yeah it. you've got your little footprint on this huge arena size yeah, yeah. setup you know because otherwise you just get lost into a lot of that backdrop absolutely like i've seen i spoke to a couple of bands where they've where you've seen that they've got um like carpets on stage yeah, and it's yeah, just like yeah. well yeah yeah that's that's my area yeah yeah like, i know yeah. where i am there yeah and like, and no that, matter what stage i'm on that's mine yeah, yeah. And like i know where everything is persian rug yeah yeah, yeah basically yeah. yeah yeah um and yeah it creates that little bit of comfort that yeah, no sure. matter where you are <clears throat> this is going to be the same in every venue yeah yeah which is pretty cool um so yeah you've done some big tours recently some massive venues from from what i've yeah. seen on the social media absolutely packed crowds yeah how's that been it's cool, man. That Shinedown one was pretty mad. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been quite um, fortunate. Just in like the last three, four tours we've done, have all been with you know bands we um, 
bands we really like. Like I think pretty much since we toured with Sixth at the end yeah. of 2017, then we did straight into Arcane Roots, then we did Don Broco, and then we had yeah. the Shine Down. So it's like we've been pretty, you know, blessed with a lot yeah. of the tours that we've had, and we, you know, we're really grateful for it. But it's just yeah. nice to tour with good bands, you absolutely pulling crowds and get yeah, in front like of people. The Shine Down one is, is you know. It's like that crowd was going to be there anyway. Yeah. So we're just turning up and like, hi guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can steal some fans off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? So playing to, I guess, well-established crowds yeah. for specific bands. Yeah. And then trying to, I guess, kind of win some of them over. Yeah. How, how do you find I think, that? I think with the Shinedown tour, um, we're, we're not necessarily the exact... Um, uh, like the demographic isn't exactly aligned to the kind of band we are so no matter what how well we play or what size of crowd there's always going to be a small percentage that just weren't going to like what we're turning up yeah. and doing but saying that I think we were quite humbled with the response we did get a lot of the shows because yeah. there wasn't one show where it felt like we flopped do you know what I mean I mean perhaps people Much. in the audience might say otherwise <laughs> but there, there was a good at the very least a good reaction at every show and, and some of them were amazing and some of them were really good you know um, mm. so I think that was a nice thing in just perhaps any apprehension we might have had about whether people would have been into what we're doing yeah. or not was yeah. quickly squashed within the first couple of shows like, yeah I think that kind of a band like that as well because they're not they're not incredibly niche yeah. it's yeah. like just the people who are turning up are just kind of like rock music fans mm. so to them we're just another rock band you know yeah. rather than some of the more kind of geeky crowds like Arcane Roots or something yeah. it's yeah. like there's a big crossover and like they're, people who like Arcane Roots are, are hopefully quite likely to like our band just because it's in a yeah. similar area a great um, great band shame they've gone yeah it is yeah. yeah it's such a good band um, whereas like Lewis said especially we found that with uh, you know places like Poland and especially Russia where it's just like people are just there to see rock bands so yeah. it's like if, if you're a rock band and you're turning up and playing these shows they're going to love you which was yeah they were some of the best shows on the tour and it was interesting Germany felt a, in places felt a bit more like the UK where okay. perhaps they had the the luxury of having a lot more rock coming through yeah. so there was a bit more you know people who like their specific kinds of rock yeah. whereas I think that's that that's the best way of summarising it there was a lot of places on those tours where it's just like they just love rock music so you can't you kind of can't yeah. lose unless you're really bad Excellent. Um, who, is there anybody that you know? Any any bands that you've played with, or, or anywhere that you've played, that people might not necessarily be aware of, that you think deserves a shout out? Uh, in, in what regards? I so mean, any any venues or like any specifics. So if somebody's thinking, I want to go see a random band, and I can go anywhere in the world. I mean, there's, where would you where would you advise them to go? I mean, even in the UK, there's just a lot of cool little venues. Like we we played one at the start of the year um, called the West End Centre in Aldershot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it was basically like Ruben's stomping grounds. Yes. Like um, Barney, their old manager, runs it pretty yeah. much. And um, it's just like a really cool little venue with like a little scene around it, lovely people that run it. And, you know, around the country, you just find there's all these little venues like Crawford Arms in Milton Keynes is another good one. Um, so I think in, in the UK, we're, at, we're actually quite sport with like a lot of right. good, good little venues. Like the Horn as well in St. Albans yeah. is yeah. a similar vibe. Um, and in Europe, I'm trying to think where you play. Oh, the circus in France. Oh, that was cool. It was awesome. Cirque du Soleil. I think um, there was there are some like we said there are some places like like Poland where 
you're making the effort to go all the way over there and you can actually tell that they're grateful for that okay yeah. especially because I, I i'm not sure how big their music scene over there is anyway but like especially as as you know an english or an american band they yeah. they're just yeah they're just very grateful and and i think that shows in the crowds like they're a bit more rowdy yeah. uh, like in, in a great way yeah um and also like when you're out at the merch desk afterwards they're just really thankful when everyone wants a picture um, everyone wants to make selfie with you. But then there are the more cooler places like Milan was quite a cool place. Yeah. Um, again, a bit more of like a London vibe where it's, they are a bit more sport. City. Yeah, a yeah. bit more spoiled and a bit more art um, kind of cultured. Yeah. Um, but still like hugely appreciative and, and kind of, I guess if, if you're doing something they like, they'll get behind it. Yeah, and also you can go and get some fresh pasta afterwards. Which yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah, that's good. Excellent. Um, so you, you're on the acoustic tour. Yeah. How? Apparently. Was, yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Day two. Um, so how, how did that come about? What was, how come you decided to, to put out an acoustic EP it's kind of and a, tour it? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, we, last year we played an acoustic set of 2000 trees. We didn't, we didn't get a proper set. Okay. And, and they they gave us the acoustic set, and we're like, yeah, I fair we enough. Did. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah, did both. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, the year, the year so, sorry, two thousand. <laughs> that is slander. Um, yeah, no, we and and we obviously yeah, we we're, were both great. Yeah, we've just we like, both of them. We've been there every year for yeah. the last three yeah, years. So. That's good to yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just we took that opportunity because it's just another opportunity to play. Yeah. Um, and we thought, actually, you know, it's a bit more of a proper stage anyway, their little acoustic stage. So it's like, we thought we'd do, I don't know, a bit, a bit, put a bit more effort into it. You know, we've done acoustic sets before, but this was kind of like a good opportunity to run wild a bit with it, yeah. rearrange some of the songs, yeah. kind of uh, orchestrate it a bit differently on the instruments. And we had a lot of fun and it was a real good reaction as well. Yeah. And we just thought, you know, we're in the middle of an album cycle right now. Why don't we kind of make a little, a little acoustic EP kind of it's a cool little stop gap yeah. carry us over while we're writing for the next album and um yeah and we recorded it with a very good friend called richard craker yeah, okay he's great pr- probably the most talented person we yeah like. and that's saying something yeah we've got some talented friends great great <laughs> up-and-coming producer okay um he's working a lot with like republic records now yeah, yeah. right um, okay yeah i've heard that name about yeah, yeah. um and yeah we that's how it kind of came about, really. And then, obviously, yeah. we go, might as well do a tour as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it, and it, I think the 2000 Trees thing was just the push over the edge because it had always been a nice idea that we'd had. Do you know what I mean? Because we, yeah. we'd always done the odd little acoustic thing. And, like, even the year before, we um, that was when we were on tour with Black Peaks and the last date landed on 2000 Trees. So we were basically right. just like, surely we could just blag and do something to be there. <laughs> um, and we, we just took one guitar and went and played a set in the acoustic and the Reuben tent which and is then, a tiny little and then in the uh, campsite later and then in the campsite well. outside yeah, yeah. we were making, we were outside some tents and we were making a racket and someone came out they'd been sleeping in their tent and they came out and was like oh it's Presto Eco <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and they came out and started watching yes, yes, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so like um, I think then we did the, the set at Trees and it, it like Lewis said it got such a good reaction it, it was just kind of like maybe we should actually arrange these properly and get in with our friend who can help um you know just like 
layer them up and just yeah. make them just it's basically our excuse to just be completely pop yeah. for an EP you know <laughs> just be a pop band we didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't take much convincing really yeah. chuck the cover in as well yeah for that's good it measure, yeah. And, and, and yeah the response has been really cool to it and yeah it was just like we, we should probably just do some small shows because yeah. people seem like they wanted it so awesome yeah. so um, what's coming up after this then you said you you started writing for another album yeah I mean that's that's a big focus of this year like just yeah. to really um, knuckle down and just sort just sort everything out that needs to be sorted out and um, yeah a lot of a lot since we released the album like a lot of focus has just been on touring and stuff and before we released the album a lot of the focus was on you know drilling the songs learning yeah. the songs properly yeah. to play yeah. and um, and I guess playing the field <laughs> with labels yeah so it's like it's just now where it's like right we can have a breather let's write some yeah. music um, yeah we do have a bunch of festivals you know, yeah. that, that are coming up as well which will be a big yeah. part you're of you're back the, in yeah. Leeds for Slam Dunk yes yeah. oh yeah. yeah Slam Dunk yeah we're we're all well excited for that yeah. So yeah. We, yeah we've wanted to play Slam Dunk for a while so it's, it's really cool that we've been great line up as well yeah, yeah, it's it's so many they, they always they always smash it out of yeah. the park just, with the line up um Lineups in general this year mm. have been amazing. Yeah, like I actually saw someone posting the other day saying like I haven't seen one bad lineup in yeah. 2019 yet, and it's it's been so cool. Like we're playing Truck Festival as well, which is um, what is it like Foles, Don Broco, Don Broco, yeah. um, Two Door Cinema Club, mm. Wolf Alice, and yeah. um, there's another big oh, oh Unit Kate, Six. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, Kate Nash. Oh, Kate Nash. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, <laughs> but yeah, and it's like it's just it. And then throughout the poster, there's just so many other amazing bands. Yeah, and it's, you know, there's there's just a bunch of cool festivals like that that um, yeah, we're really excited to be a part of this year. So. Excellent. And there'll be there'll probably be some kind of headline shows at some point this year, and um, hopefully another European tour. Excellent. Wait cool. for those to be announced. Yeah, yeah. Or they might not happen. Will they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we have no plans. Yeah. 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 It's just, <laughs> it's just, they're nice just, ideas. Yeah. We're just saying what we want to do, yeah. 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 whether or not that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just your wish list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. So is there anywhere you actually want that you want to go to? So you've got like a bucket list for the world somewhere uh, you want to... I'd like to visit. play Japan. Yeah. Which yeah. would be... I just... I'd like to go somewhere that... I, I always like going places with the band that it's like, yeah, we're we're away from home. That's what it was like in yeah. Russia as well. Yeah, America like, would be cool as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be wicked. Um, but yeah, just those places where you're like, I'm, I'm in Kazan and it's, <laughs> it's because we're here to play a show. Do you know what I mean? It's Excellent. just like... And we nearly died in a taxi on the way. Do you know what I mean? Just like all those things like... Uh, I like that Proper adventure. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Excellent. Um, um, so in terms of just uh, before we wrap up, um, the writing process. So as I said, first thing I discovered to you guys was you kept popping up on, uh, yeah. on the YouTube with, mm. with um, that's how really to write cool, a song. It's, that's almost, that video has kind of ended up almost having its own little cult following. Where yeah. like, I, sometimes I'll bump into people and they'll just be like, oh, I literally found you through that video. Yeah, or yeah. like, I love that. This like That's like the, their favourite thing we've ever done. They don't care about <laughs> yeah. the albums. But it's like, yeah. That, yeah, your album was alright, but that video. <laughs> we still yeah. have requests to play Twinkle Twinkle. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because that was literally like, we was just a last minute thought like I think Adam had his friend's camera 
Oh, yeah. I, it was just he you just had it. I can't. I think you had it to camera, film yeah. himself doing handstands or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. some sort of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, wait, we should we just do something just to promote? And then it kind of turned. It kind of turned out better than we thought it would. And um, yeah, it, I think a, a bunch of people shared it. Yeah. It cool. um, yeah, I can't remember what the first so one was. Is that like exactly how you write? Then? Yeah, I think that's yeah. still. Yeah, it's it's yeah, really it's, yeah. it's it's a, a generalized yeah. way of kind of putting it together like some, some are more sometimes we write more heavily in a room together okay um and it comes together kind of organically like that or some songs uh might just be me in one night and yeah. then i just send it to lewis and then yeah. other songs might be three different songs and yeah it's i mean but the process is kind of similar so cool yeah we've got it's our a own bit way. fluid like sometimes yeah. yeah i guess it depends song by song like a place in it all Luke literally sent yeah. me at like six o'clock in the morning and I'd stayed up all night as well <laughs> yeah. working on another song and I was like, I'm going to go get a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, I and, and I remember because you sent it through and you were like, um, yeah, I think this is cool. Like, I don't know if we should do something different on the second verse. And it was just like, no, this is sick. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just walked to McDonald's, wrote like six verses, used, <laughs> used two of them. Excellent. And that was that, and that's like one of our How favorite. How far songs. away is McDonald's from it's your like, house? It's like twenty minute walk. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's like one of our favorite songs. Yeah, so. it's great. Yeah, it's kind of like whatever's <laughs> vibing, really. Yeah. Right? And then on the flip side, we had there's a song um, called "All Your Parts," yeah. which was that was the lead to the oh, first sorry, single, yeah. and that was just this mad fucking. Sorry, I don't remember. I swear. No, it no, go ahead. It's just this mad, um, <laughs> like techie. Almost like had like almost like a gorgia yeah. to start it off originally, and then it went off onto this oh, mad yeah. like sick kind of verse, and then it had this that um, the main riff of it. It went into that, and every time that came in, it was just like, ah, oh, this feels really good. And like I, <laughs> I remember I, I just never had. I always ran out of steam when I was trying to write the next thing, or I just yeah. kind of lost interest with the riffs and stuff, and um, just took a step back and just completely dissected it. It's like. There's something in this part of it, and then that literally <laughs> became a whole song, and um, and that that's the complete opposite side of it, where it's yeah. like sometimes it, it's cool to just literally rip apart something that's just not been working, yeah, absolutely, and just f- try figure out if there is any gold in there, and then sometimes you just come out the other side with a song, and and for, ironically, like for how long we'd sat on that idea, the once we had we knew the good bits and like I'd kind of taken the the hooky part of it. It's yeah. like it actually came together pretty quick after that. It was just like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah. And then then there was the song. Do you know? But do you know a band called Blackfish? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know the name. I can't. Te- technical band. Okay. Like good kind of pop punky technical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, <clears throat> two songs could make a whole EP. Right. And a whole EP could make a whole album. Yeah. And it's like, right. you can't always be Blackfish. No, no, it's That's 20 it. ideas yeah. in one four-minute song. It. Yeah. And they, they, they were kind of like, when they were about, they were, they were the best around at it at the yeah. time. And it's, and it's like, even that had a ceiling to it. And it's like, we love it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, and, and sometimes it's great to be Blackfish, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like pudding. It's like, you can't <laughs> always eat like chocolate gato or you're going to be sick. It's like... But when you have it and you have it right, it's the best thing. Yeah, and excellent. Our music will make yeah. you ill. Our music yeah. will make you ill. I think that's what we're. You know, as you just. That's become, what you're aiming for. Yeah, and it's just yeah. as you become, become better songwriters, you learn when when you just want to hear that and when you want to trick people and, yeah. and which and people still want to be tricked because that's why they're into you know they're listening to you in the first place. Like, but 
there's a lot of people that just want songs and we just want songs at the yeah, same yeah. time. Choose so your moments. Absolutely. Choose your moments. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way of summarising. Yeah. I think we're getting better and better at being crazy when we want to be crazy, yeah. being light when we want to be light, being heavy I think when we want to be heavy. And, I remember seeing Feeder many, many years ago at Leeds, and you know, they've they've changed massively from their early, yeah, early, yeah. early days. And I think it was it was like a year or two after um, Buck Rogers came out, oh, yeah. and then he said, you know, so "There's some songs that will you know revolutionise the world and you know make mm. you make you want to you know go and create stuff, and then yeah, there's songs yeah. that just make you want to jump around and smile. And yeah. this yeah. is very much the latter." Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that you just got to go with that. Yeah. 100%. I think we've also, especially on the Shine Down tour, we switched out a kind of slightly crazier song for it was for replacing it all, and um, all it did was just kind of validate that the in especially in a live set and across an album like the extremes and and the, the sort of the polar opposite dynamics on an album are are just as important as all that sort yeah. of in between and. And if you do have the, you know, the the bigger kind of gap in between the two, then the lighter, prettier bits are so much more beautiful, and the heavier bits are so much heavier yeah. because of it. And it and it just makes a stronger overall package. And that's what we found. Like we we were unsure about putting, we weren't unsure, but we had slight reservations about putting a almost like ballady kind of song in the mm-hmm. middle of like a rock, a yeah. rock set. And but it was one of the songs that went down the best and then two songs later we've got two of our heaviest songs and yeah. it, it was like e- in equal measures so excellent we're all just figuring it out as we go along awesome well, well yeah you do, well, you're doing a, a good job oh, just uh, just as we wrap it up here um, at the gig in Leeds the album playthrough it was probably the only time I've ever heard somebody uh, tell a band to fuck off in an affectionate way <laughs> yeah. basically you um, there's I mean, there's multiple songs where you're doing all sorts of crazy timings whilst there's some outstanding harmonies going on um, across the whole band. And there was, there was like three sections. I think, Luke, you were, you were, um, you were doing some tapping and then there's, oh, okay. the, there's some ridiculous bits of tapping that you do along with singing. Mm-hmm. And, and then you all kicked into the chorus and a guy just turned around and was just like, oh, just fuck off. I'm, I'm massively inspired and ready to quit playing. So, and I think that That's quite cool. that quite sums you up quite oh, nicely. That's um, how we felt on like the sixth tour. To yeah, be honest, yeah. it's just like, oh, this is what's the point? Yeah, it's yeah. just like look at what you're playing right now. How tight that. Yeah, is. yeah. But yeah. Uh, Great work, guys. Um, Thank you. Loving this stuff so far and excited to see what you have next. Thank, you, thank you very, very much, much for joining me. No, thanks, thanks for inviting us. Cheers. Cheers. So there it is, episode 14 with Luke, Adam and Lewis from Press Tomiko. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you have enjoyed it, then please do spread the word, tell your friends. If you've got friends that like podcasts and have never listened to this, then please let them know. If you have social media, please feel free to give us a like on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and tell other people also. That really is how the word is spreading about this. Um, Leave us any comments, that will be appreciated. And yeah, thank you very much again. Enjoy whatever you're going to do after listening to this, and good night.